What's up, everyone? It's your boy Rob here. Welcome to the Flame Entertainment and Sports. This is an entertainment edition of the podcast. On today's show, I'll be talking about one of my favorite comedians and favorite celebrities in general right now, Hannah Burner. Covered her last week on last week's entertainment episode and cover her once again this week as she recently announced some new tour dates. Following Hannah, I then cover um, a, an interesting topic. Um, alleging that uh, Matthew Perry, prior to, of course, him passing away, he was planning on making a movie about his life, and he wanted Zac Efron, his 17-again co-star, to play him in his movie. Following that topic, I get into some talk about Sabrina Carpenter, as she has a new holiday song coming out on November 17th, titled Fruitcake, and I also cover her um, being the you know opening act on this new leg of Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour, which kick, kicks off tonight in Buenos Aires, Argentina. And then for the final topic, we talk about a very joyous uh, topic going on in Hollywood right now, as a deal has officially been reached and the actor strike is no longer. All of these uh, very talented people going to be able to get back to work and doing what they love once again. So, yeah, that's how we wrap up, you know, our topics on today's show. Um, I hope you guys enjoy all these topics and uh, let's get into it. All right, guys. So the first topic I'm going to be covering on today's entertainment episode of the podcast is going to be Hannah Burner. If you guys listened to last week's entertainment episode uh, from last Friday, you know, Hannah was one of the topics on that episode um, because I hadn't really, you know, talked about her yet on the podcast. And um, I explained on last week's episode how um, I was able to see her do some stand-up comedy in the beginning of this year. Uh, she came here to the Miami Improv in, in Doral. And, uh, yeah, just like instantly, I just became a huge fan. And to this day, you know, I'm always keeping up with whatever she's, like, putting out, whatever she's doing. And, uh, and yeah. Um, like I said, yeah, so uh, I covered her last week, but yeah, I wanted to talk about her again, um, you know, on this week's entertainment episode, because she recently announced some new uh, tour dates that she's going to be uh, doing. She has some uh, upcoming shows like remain remaining, you know, um, in the schedule for 2023. But she also like as part of these new tour dates, uh, a lot of them are in, uh, uh, announced for 2024. Um, right now it is Thursday, November 9th. And she has two shows this weekend. Um, one on the tenth, one one on the eleventh. Oh no, actually, she has three shows this week, this weekend: Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And um, they're currently uh, two of them are currently sold out. Like her next show is in Madison, Wisconsin, on November tenth, so tomorrow, and it is sold out. Then November eleventh, Saturday. In Chicago, that show is sold out. And she goes to Milwaukee and New Orleans on the 12th and the 15th. And there, there are still limited tickets for that. So if you're in the Milwaukee or New Orleans area, make sure to check out Hannah's website. Go to hannahburner.com. Um, after that, on the 16th, she has another uh, another sold-out show in Atlanta. Then uh, she has a second show in Atlanta that she added. but there are And there are limited tickets remaining. So anyone from Atlanta listening... Um, November 16th, uh, Hannah Burner will be in town, and I highly recommend 
uh, going to watch her. Uh, and should be actually should be doing some shows in Florida on November seventeenth, which is my dad's birthday. She'll be in Tampa at the Tampa Theater, and that show is currently sold out. And the fo following night, she'll be heading to Orlando, to the Hard Rock Live um, at the Universal Universal City Walk. And there are limited tickets remaining. So any of my Miami people, if you guys are happen to be in Orlando uh, next weekend, um, I highly recommend going to watch uh, Hannah Burner do her thing um, on the comedy stage, uh, 100%. Um, then that'll be, that's her last show in November. So it looks like, you know, she'll be taking a little break for Thanksgiving, which of course makes sense. Then she'll be starting back up on the road at the beginning of December. And uh, yeah, her, her final show of the year is currently scheduled for December 2nd. And it will be in Madison, Wisconsin. Also, Madison show. Um, if you missed out on her, on getting a ticket for her show for tomorrow on the 10th, um, be sure to hurry to hannahburner.com to try to catch her on December 2nd as she will be making a return to Madison uh, for her last show of 2023. With that said, uh, at the beginning of 2024, she'll start things off in Charlotte, North Carolina. Then she will head to Raleigh, North Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina. Then she goes to Reno, Nevada, Aspen, Colorado for two shows. Then she goes to Denver. Uh, she goes to Troy, New York. And I know for the Troy show, I saw on Instagram, uh, Paige DeSorbo, who's Hannah's uh, co-host on the Giggly Squad podcast. She will be in attendance at that show at Troy. Just a little side note, if anyone's going to that one. So you kind of have that in mind that Paige will also be in attendance to watch Hannah. Uh, following her, her show in Troy, she'll be heading to Huntington, New York, then Atlantic City, uh, Ridgefield, Connecticut. S Sorry, trying to pronounce this one. Saginaw, Michigan, Gary, Indiana, Cincinnati, Ohio, Charleston, Charlestown. Sorry. Sorry, I read that like too quick. Charlestown, West Virginia. Montclair, New Jersey, and then as of now, her the furthest show is on. Actually, is multiple shows March fourteenth through March sixteenth of twenty twenty four. She said to perform at the Improv in San Jose, California. But yeah, so those are all of Hannah Burner's upcoming shows. Like I said, starting from tomorrow, Friday, November tenth, and uh, heading all the way to March sixteenth of twenty twenty four. Uh, and like I said, um, multiple times, like if you guys are interested in purchasing tickets, and like I said, I highly recommend going to see her if you have the chance. Make sure to head to her website. That's hannahburner.com. Um, if anything, uh, I'll be sure to put the link in the description of this episode. If you guys want to type it out, and you just you know want to make it easier for yourselves and just click on the link. I'll, I'll make sure to to put it into the description. Um, but yeah, no. In terms of Hannah's shows, like I said, I, I talked about her um, and, and my experience seeing her uh, on our last entertainment episode. For, but for those of you that didn't listen, um, yeah, like she's hilarious. She has a great personality. Um, something that I think is extra special about her as a stand-up comic is that she kind of goes off of the crowd sometimes. Like she'll be, you know, in her set, like saying her jokes and all that. And then let's say like a random person screams out a, a random comment or something, she'll like like kind of add it into to the show or add it into the to the stand up routine and 
I think that's super unique and yeah, it shows that she's really being herself uh, um out on that stage. She's not necessarily just so like, you know, sticking to a script and oh, I only I'm only gonna do these jokes that I have written and that I practice and um, you know, I'm not gonna listen to any of the people in the audience, this and that. And I know even some comedians like if you say something, they'll like get pissed off or they'll throw you out and yeah, it's just super cool. And obviously I'm not saying like oh uh, people are being rude she's gonna add it in and like and be fine with it i'm not saying that but i'm saying people make you know random comments to some of her jokes and she yeah like i said she goes along with it and she kind of adds you into the show and i think at the same time her doing that makes the audience feel um as like if they're really part of the show and it's not just like oh her and well we're all watching her if that makes sense so yeah she does an incredible job um um, aside from aside from stand up, she also does a great job in podcasting. Like I said a couple minutes ago, she has a podcast with Paige DeSorbo, um, who's a Bravo TV like reality star. It's called Giggly Squad, and she also has a podcast called A uh, Burner Phone, which is with her her husband, who is also a stand up comic. So, yeah, make sure to you know check out Hannah Burner. Like I said, the website will be in the description of this episode. Check out her two podcasts. Make sure to follow her on social media and uh, yeah, shout out to Hannah Burner. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this uh, first topic of today's entertainment episode. All right, guys. So for the next topic on today's entertainment episode of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about an interesting topic that's been going around following the, the death of Matthew Perry. Of course, I I talked about Matthew on last week's on both of uh on both the sports episode and entertainment episode. Start off both of those episodes uh last week, but yeah, I thought this topic would be like really cool to cover. Unfortunately, you know, of course, a sad situation talking about you know him passing away. But um, uh, when I when the, I saw this specific uh topic, I'm gonna talk about it. Really caught my eye and uh, it kind of put me into my feels because uh, it. Takes me back to a movie that I really love that Matthew's in. And basically, this topic is um, covering Matthew Perry. Uh, allegedly, he had wanted to film a movie about his life. Like, you know, he wanted to, not, he didn't want to be in the movie, but he wanted to be part of, like, you know, directing or producing a movie about his life. And he wanted Zac, Zac Efron to star as, as him in the movie. So I thought that'd be really cool to talk about out here. And uh, for those of you that are confused by my statement of oh, putting putting me in my field, is because uh, Matthew and Zach starred in Seventeen again, um, which is uh, a movie that I really love. Um, Leslie Mann, she's also in it, one of my favorite actresses. But um, yeah, I, I just thought it was really special hearing that because, like I said, I love Seventeen again. Um, obviously, you know, I love it. those of you who know me or have listened to the podcast over the years. Yeah, uh, you guys know how I feel about Zac Efron. Like, you know, I'm a huge fan of him. I'm a really big, you know, high school musical fan, and uh, yeah, I'm just like very loyal to my people in general, whether it be you know my friends and family, or you know what I mean, like people I know, or even like certain celebrities that I'm just loyal to, and that I've grown up, you know, watching and keeping up with. So, um, I just thought it was amazing that Matthew wanted uh Zach to play him in a in a movie, and uh. And I'm pretty sure, you know, Zach would have been, you know, um, very open to that uh, opportunity. And, uh, you know, it's just unfortunate that Matthew didn't, you know, get to 
um accomplish that you know that that idea that he he had in mind and you know he never came into fruition but i mean who knows maybe one day you know now there'll be a movie made about him and they'll get zach to, to play him but yeah it's just like super cool too because for those of you that haven't seen 17 again basically that movie so matthew perry um yeah, like I said, Leslie Mann is in the movie, and Matthew Perry basically he's you know a dad, um, in a struggling marriage, and uh, yeah, he's married to Leslie Mann, and then he he goes back to his old high school, he's looking at at himself um, winning a state championship, um, back when he was a, a star basketball player at the high school, then a, a janitor comes and asks like, oh like, um, what would you do to to go back in time to that to that moment in time to be in high school again? And Matthew Perry's character is like, I'd, I'd do anything. And he's like, are you sure? And Matthew Perry's character responds, yes, I'm sure. And then all of a sudden, from one day to another, he wakes up and he's um his former high school self. And, uh, of course, uh, the high school character, uh, Matthew Perry, was played by Zac Efron. So I just thought it was really cool because, like, it wasn't like in 17 again that they're all in scenes together and, they're like, you know, like, yeah, like on-screen co-stars because they weren't basically like Zach was playing a younger version of Matthew and 17 again. So then, it, I don't know, I just think it's pretty crazy that Matthew wanted Zach to play him in, in this uh, in a movie about his life. I don't know. I just found it crazy because it's kind of, when you think about it, it's kind of similar like to the, you know, to the script or whatever, to the storyline, I mean, of 17 again. Um, and yeah, like I said, yeah, it's just, you know, it hits different for me. Like I said, I'm a huge Zac Efron fan, and I've been since I was a little kid, ever since the first High School Musical, you know, came out. And, uh, yeah, I just thought it'd be, like, really nice to talk about on here. Uh, if you guys think there'd be other actors uh, that would be better suited or look more similar to Matthew, like, you could let me know. But I think uh, since Matthew wanted this, I think, you know, there shouldn't really be, you know, those... Uh, like discussions or arguments about what why would you want Zach and not this other person like that that's not the time for that and it's sad that I even have to mention that but I just know how people are and uh you know a lot of haters out there and ignorant people but at the end of the day I think um this was you know it feels very special to have talked about this and uh like I said last week like man Matthew Perry rest in peace and you know so thinking about his, him his family his friends and uh, his fans worldwide. But uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, topic. All right, guys. So the next topic I'm going to be talking about today is uh, focus on Sabrina Carpenter. As she announced that she'll be releasing a holiday song on November 17th. And the title of the song will be called Fruitcake. And uh, I, th I just started, you know, it was really cool that she announced this on her Instagram um, a couple of days ago. And uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool to talk about on here. And uh, speaking of Sabrina, uh, so tonight, uh, Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour resumes. And uh, uh, tonight they'll be in Buenos Aires, Argentina. And Sabrina will be, you know, the opening act for Taylor. Um, and this, you know, upcoming leg of the Eros tour, they'll be having three shows in Argentina, then they'll be heading to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil for three shows, then Sao Paulo, Brazil, and um, then 
I know Taylor says she goes to Tokyo, but Sabrina, I don't think, will be part of those. But then Sabrina will return in 2024 to the Aeros Tour when it heads to Australia, uh, Melbourne, Sydney, uh, then Singapore. Following Singapore, okay, following Singapore will be, okay, Paramore joins. So basically, yeah, Sabrina will be, you know, opening for Taylor from tonight, November 9th in Argentina, all the way to, let me put it up again. So from November 9th, I mean, yeah, from today, November 9th to March 9th, uh, she'll be part of the Eros tour. And March 9th will be in Singapore. Okay, March 9th of 2024. But, yeah, basically, like I said, you know, Sabrina's <laughs> releasing a holiday song. I know there's not, you know, much more to say because, like, obviously the song hasn't come out. So I can't, like, get my thoughts on what I think about the song or what it's like or anything like that. I assume, you know, like, she says it's, uh, uh, her caption was, made something special for you guys for the holidays. Fruitcake is out November 17th. So uh, I'm guessing it's going to be like a Christmas type of song. So, I mean, that's always exciting for me. I love all the classic Christmas songs. I like when artists, you know, do their own versions of classic Christmas songs. But this is even cooler because like Sabrina's making a completely new uh, holiday song or Christmas song, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it also allowed me this topic. Like I said, there's not much more for me to say about, you know, Sabrina's upcoming song, but it allowed me to actually, you know, talk a little bit about the Eros tour, and, uh, and yeah, like I said, Eros tour um, resumes tonight in Argentina, and uh, yeah, for everyone attending, you know, the upcoming shows, hope you guys have a blast, hope you have, hope you have a great time, and uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure to go to our Instagram, as I, I was able to, to post a, a video of Taylor actually practicing yesterday, in Argentina at the at the stadium over there for her, yeah for the you know for the start of her of this new leg of the Eras tour uh, beginning tonight in Argentina and uh, with that said once again uh, stay tuned for Sabrina Carpenter's new holiday song called Fruitcake, which will be streaming on all music platforms on November seventeenth. All right, guys, so for the final topic on today's show, we'll be covering some amazing breaking news broke late Wednesday night, and um, we're talking about it here today on Thursday. The actor strike is officially over as a deal has been approved to end this historic and very lengthy actor strike. And it's just incredible news that all these actors, writers, uh, everyone, they're going to be able to, you know, go back to working, go, 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 going back to doing what they love and uh, what they're passionate about, what, you know, brings food to their table. And uh, yeah, it's just a very exciting time that this was able to get solved. Um, like I said, it was lengthy, it lasted for a while, but, you know, many people were predicting that it could possibly possibly last all the way to early 2024 so the fact that it you know finally gets put to a stop in early November I think uh it shows that perhaps there's some strides uh truly made in the last uh several weeks and uh things got you know sped up to you know 
have a deal uh, made um, between the actors in the studios. And of course, we got to shout out Fran Drecher, known, you know, most no, most known for her role as the nanny uh, on the show, The Nanny. But uh, <laughs> uh, she was she's the president um, of, of the Actors uh, Guild. So, you know, she was the main person here. And uh, yeah, they're able to strike a deal, like I said. And um, aside, you know, like I said, of course, uh, like I said, the important thing here is like all these people get to go back to doing what they love. Um, yeah, doing their jobs, whatever you want to call it. But another cool thing, I, like I know, like you know, what do you call it? Um, karma or uh, don't jinx anything. Knock on wood. But I do want to say, like, or actually, another quote to say, uh, don't talk about it, be about it, a hundred percent. So with that said. I'm going to say something now. That's not 100%, may not be 100% clear, but uh, just so you know, this actor strike also affects us here because, yeah, just know that we're going to be able to add, like, you know, some more exciting episodes or elements now to the podcast that we're kind of, you know, on hold from doing because of this actor strike. But, yeah, that's all I'll say about it because, like I said, I don't, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I want to be about it, and uh, I don't. I'm not here to make you know false promises to my audience, you know. Um, but yeah, just just you know, like a, a little excitement going that you know, we, like I said, we may be able to you know make uh, some more excitement out of this podcast, and you know, get more things rolling here uh, sooner rather than later. With the strike, you know, officially ended, but uh, yeah, I, I was so excited when when I saw the breaking news of the strike being over. It just like felt like you know, kind of a relief. And look, imagine I'm not even part of this, you know, uh, of the of SAG or or anything like that. But it just felt great. Um, I know the majority of these, you know, actors, crew members, whatever you want to call them, they've been you know marching on these streets in L.A. and New York for I don't I I can't even remember how long it's been, but it's been a very long time, almost like half of the year I would say. So. Yeah, it's just an amazing, you know, amazing thing to see that, you know, like first we had the writers, now we have the actors. And yeah, like I said, the most important thing, these people are going to get back to doing what they're passionate about, what they love to do. And uh, yeah, it's just amazing. Once again, shout out to Fran Dretcher. And I want to make one more shout out here to Katie Hartman. Uh, she's an actress from uh, a great Adam Sandler movie that I love. It's called The Week Of. It's actually on Netflix, and it stars Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. Basically, Adam Sandler's daughter is marrying Chris Rock's son. But Katie Hartman plays the role of Adam Sandler's daughter's best friend in the movie. But with that said, I'm going to post. Uh, I Actually, I already posted to the Flame underscore ES uh, Instagram story a video that Katie put out. I thought it was really cool because I, I thought it was such a cool perspective. Um, in terms of her view of this whole, you know, actor strike being over, like she started off with, with like, you know, being grateful and thanking everyone for, you know, protesting and everything. And obviously, like she said, she's happy about the strike being over. But she also, what I love the most about her video was that she shouted out all the people who have been unable to post about their work uh, during these last, uh, you know, long months after... Yeah, they, they haven't been allowed to post any, about any of their work. Like, for example, like people have had like movies out, coming out that haven't been allowed to post at all on Instagram or promote or 
mention or even like let's say they're gonna get interviewed they weren't allowed to talk about any of their projects or nothing like that and whether it be past or present uh didn't matter so i thought that was a really cool perspective from katie hartman make sure to follow her on instagram at kate at k heart sucks that's her instagram but like i said i posted her her video or her reel on our instagram story at the flame underscore yes so make sure to go check it out over there Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's entertainment edition of the Flame Entertainment and Sports. Hope you guys enjoyed hearing me talk about all these topics. Hannah Burner, Zach Efron and Matthew Perry, Sabrina Carpenter, and of course the actor strike finally and gratefully being over. And uh, yeah, make sure to check us out. Follow us wherever you're listening right now, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or any other podcast platform. Uh, rate, give us a rating, get, leave us a review. It goes a long way. So, you know, I'd really appreciate it. But that said, I appreciate you guys just enough for, you know, tuning in in general. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, make sure to check us out on Instagram at the flame underscore ES. You can follow me on Instagram at Rob Gal. That's R-O-B-C-A-O. Stay, stay tuned for more uh, content coming your way. And uh, oh, also, I dropped an emergency pod on Wednesday covering Dancing with the Stars music video night. I know usually I have Dancing with the Stars as part of the entertainment episode, but there was a very shocking elimination on the show. So I have to do an emergency pod. So if you guys haven't checked that out, make sure to go check it out. And with all that said, so next time, everyone, take care.